Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, John. Hey, John. Hey. How are you and, doing? Uh, this is Glowing Weak Point. Um, <laughs> I'm the only person here. Yeah, you're just talking to yourself in two different voices. That's right. Uh, so uh, is that what I sound like to you? No, nothing, <laughs> nothing like that. That was just my second voice. That's just your second voice. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so we've we've got like a a dumb one this week because we're we're both pressed for time and haven't done the things that we're supposed to. So yeah, we'll see how this goes. Hey, Wombat, what's your glowing weak point? Uh, my glowing weak point is <laughs> my mind time. just my mind just went entirely <laughs> blank like i just have no idea what i even did this week it's been a lot of moving you know it's been a lot of packing it's been a lot of yeah ugh because you're getting out of there yeah we're getting we're gonna go getting out of here Two feet down the street. <laughs> or to Houston. Houston. Or to Houston. Possibly. Houston. Houston. That's what I've been calling it all week. It's Houston. Good. Yeah, you should. Yeah, it's what it deserves. That fucking stinky ass <laughs> city. You know, I didn't mind Houston when I was there. Um, the best barbecue that I've ever had was in Houston. I mean, Texas is just um, where you go for barbecue. Yeah, but it was better than the other barbecue that I had in Texas. I've been on it a was... Kitchen Nightmares kick this week, and, and like okay. there was there was this barbecue restaurant they covered. It was like in South Bend, Indiana, home of former Mayor Pete Buttigieg. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> And I'm just so, like, who's who's eating barbecue in Indiana? Who wants Indiana yeah, no. barbecue? <laughs> no, I mean, like, I think that barbecue could be made well anywhere. But uh, it's going to be especially made well wherever there's actually cows. Yes. Like, when when you can go, like, a mile down the road, ask a farmer for a cow, slaughter it, smoke it yourself and then turn it into bar like or a pig cows and pigs or a, they need to be around yes yeah yeah they that's that you got to be near them and and that's why texas has the best barbecue because, because all we have is pigs and cows all you have is pigs and cows yeah um but like and like the, 300 the miles of heard, desert yeah <laughs> the one thing i've always heard about texas barbecue places is that um, I mean, obviously the brisket is what they're known for. Yeah. I mean, beef brisket is just it's the delicious. Thing. Oh, it's fantastic. And you you can't get beef brisket anywhere else but Texas. Um, I mean, you can make it yourself. I accept people like barbecuing in their backyards. That's fine. Yeah. You can do that anywhere. What yeah. what I'm against is like an Indiana barbecue restaurant. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've i've had a lot of brisket since going to texas at different places although i did wait like a year and a half before i tried it again because i knew i was going to be disappointed and, and you were still time, disappointed I'm like, this sucks like and it's not even like 
yeah, this is pretty good. And if I hadn't been to Texas, I would like it. No, it's it's like, man, this this just sucks. This like, just, this is just bad. There's just nothing like a Texas restaurant run by like a middle aged black man, and yeah, it's like out of this horrible looking like it looks like it used to be a gas station turned into a oh, yeah. restaurant. There's- no plates. That's the best all. brisket you, you, you will ever have in your entire life. Yeah, yeah. No plates. You got a a, a medical bait or uh, a metal baking tray with a sheet of paper on it. That's it. Yeah. 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 The menu and is like scribbled down on a dry bottles. erase board. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. You know the, that's 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 the good stuff. That's the best um, stuff. <laughs> but like everyone should know that texas is known for their beef brisket but you judge a texas barbecue place by their turkey how good a texas barbecue place is judged by their turkey not their beef brisket and honestly it's fair because of all the places i went to the best one i had like the the brisket was better than all the other ones for sure but also, that is the single best turkey I have had in my life. I didn't know that you could like turkey. It was white meat, and it was juicier than most dark meat of any kind. <laughs> Cadence's favorite thing is when like they're doing a daily special, and it's like a smothered turkey neck. Like oh. she lives for the days when they're doing smothered turkey neck because a, a lot of the oh. places around here they will not serve turkey like just as a normal menu item. It it'll be yeah. like a special thing. It's like this is the mm. day we have turkey in. This is the day you can get smothered turkey neck, and you better come early because that shit's flying out the fucking door. Yeah. Now outside of Texas, it's pork. Like just go for pork. You won't be disappointed. Get pulled pork. Some good old... Yeah, pulled pork is good. Honestly, like, sliced pork's okay, but pulled pork is better. Yeah, pulled pork... Pulled Um, anything is always going to be better. Shredded, though, not great. No. No, it has to be pulled and not shredded. Yeah. There's just something about the shredding that destroys the integrity of the meat. Yeah, and then you've just... You've got meat floss at that point. Yeah. And... Eh... Meh, bleh. Pull it. Yeah. John, what's so, your glowing uh, weak point? I don't have one. Uh, and, and the reason is because uh, this week my father-in-law had a stroke. Oh, and no. so I've spent hours in the hospital uh, trying to be a good son-in-law. Um, he seems to be recovering fine with no serious lasting damage, which is good. But... Uh, it's not fun, and it kind of puts a damper on everything. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Me too. I'm glad that he is recovering, though. Yeah, that's that's the, the good thing, because... Yeah. yeah. It's a bit of a worry at, at parts. It's not a cool thing to happen. No. Uh, when I was a kid, I had like a, my step grandmother had a stroke and that was like horrifying, scary shit. Yeah, it is. Uh, in other news, uh, not really 
gluing or otherwise, I'm growing my hair out. Oh, you're you're saying this at a time when I'm I'm about to like this week cut my hair down because <laughs> what yeah. I've what I've been doing is I've had like shaved sides and then like a long center and I'm just tired of that. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm about to cut well, my hair down to match the sides, and that's going to leave my hair shorter than it's been in, like, a decade. <laughs> well, I have kept my hair within the same two inches for pretty much my entire life. Um, <laughs> I, I have a haircut that I have had for forever. As white men do. I, yeah, well, I, mean, <laughs> I, I mix up my style, but yeah, I mean, I don't... I we hate don't getting hair we don't in my change eyes. the we don't change the format very often. Like <laughs> no, I mean if you get comfortable with something, just stick with it. Yeah. Uh, I uh, so I I hate getting hair in my eyes, but I've you know I've always been kind of curious what it'd be like, but it's hard to get past get get through the stage of you know. Because, like, having short hair is fine, but then in between having short hair and long hair, it's just awkward. See, I find, that, face, I find that about medium it. and long hair. Like, having medium length hair is fine. Having long hair is pretty okay. But when you're growing it from medium to the length you want, your hair <laughs> yeah. is just, it's miserable. <laughs> yeah. Don't roll so, the window down in your car. Because all your hair is going to do is whip into your face. <laughs> uh, so uh, I I have a, a very thick head of hair, and my hair is also, it's, it's straight until it gets long enough, and then it starts to curl. So I don't know if I've got curly or wavy hair, but it curls a lot. <laughs> a lot, a but, lot? Like, a lot, a lot. <laughs> uh, but... But like it's it's not like coils or anything. Uh, but most of the time, my hair just looks like straight, like normal straight hair. But now nah, there's there's a lot of body to it. <laughs> so there's a lot of cool things I could do in three years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you you gain like a half an inch per month. See, I'm just gonna shave my hair down. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna bleach what's left, and then I'm gonna dye it, and I'm gonna call that done. Okay. Yep. Okay. Cool. I, I, I'm trying to see if Supercuts like bleaches hair, but I don't know, because I can't afford <laughs> shit else. Listen. Yeah. That, that's what I can afford being a jobless broke bitch. Yep. Yep. I understand. About to All start right, selling plasma let's... for money. Oh gosh, me too. Uh, <laughs> uh, Alright, so it's it's anime time. It's anime and, week. Uh, I don't So like here's here's the problem with this is that I haven't seen everything yet. Um and not I'm everything not on this list. Be- because there's so much fucking shit I'm watching. <laughs> all of that I've watched, I'm caught up on. Okay, you're all the way caught up on. Yeah, while while I was wow. waiting on you because you were super late to today's episode, 
Um, John, <laughs> I caught up you on. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I caught up on In the Heart of Kunoichi Tsubaki and Al Ashi, okay. which are the only two that I wasn't uh, caught up on over here. See, part of the problem is that like eight of these I'm watching with my wife as well, and uh, she's oh, she's not doing it. Actually, I'm not. I'm not caught up on that one, and I probably never will be because the first episode didn't impress me. Uh, which one? Don't hurt me, my healer. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, that's probably one I'll drop. I'll. I still need to see a couple more. There's a lot of these I'm dropping. There's so many of these I'm gonna drop because fuck them. But there's also another anime that I haven't seen yet because it hasn't come out yet. Okay. It doesn't come out until Saturday, so like, this is this is the first look at anime for this season. So, um, all right, let's get into it. Okay, Let, uh, let's talk about Tomodachi Game. Okay, this cool. is the first one that I watched this season. This is the first one that I I, I picked up. Um, uh huh. It's Squid Game. <laughs> it it is. It's non lethal Squid Game. It's let's throw yeah. a bunch of friends into a room and test whether they can stay friends knowing everything about each other. Yes. And also it's uh, kids games with a child character from a old anime that they grew up with. Like, <laughs> well, but the, the second game is actually run by an adult version of that character. Like they, they switched it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, I've only seen the first episode oh. because my my wife has my wife. not wanted to watch it again. I'm sorry. I have to do the Borat thing <laughs> every <Stop>. time. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> I know. No. Uh, what do you Tomodachi... think about Tomodachi game? So I think it can be pretty good. It can be. Right now, it suffers from this pacing issue where they don't know how to pace the games to end with, like, a satisfying point at the end of an episode. Um, okay. Like, they'll just end in the middle of the game. Yeah. They, they've done that with yeah. both episodes now. And with the first one, it was kind of like a climactic point in the game, so it was almost acceptable. But with the second one, it was literally just like, well, we've reached the 24-minute mark, so we kind of just have to end. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> wow, That's disappointing. Yeah. It, it, was, it was interesting, and then it was like, oh, well, we're done now. Yeah. So this is one that I'll probably stick around with, although it's not a contender for best anime for me. This is this is like a you have times so you might as well watch it. This is this is at the level of like a death game anime for me where it's like I love watching death game anime. I will never put yeah. a death game anime on like my favorite of all time list. But like no, I'll no, watch it's, Darwin's it's, game all the way to the end. <laughs> what about Batum? Did you ever play B or watch Batum? I didn't watch Batum. Oh, Batum's pretty good. Did watch King, game. King's Game, though. King's Game was shit. So, yeah, th I'll, I'll probably keep watching this, but, like, eh, it's it's not the greatest. Yeah. Um, I was, I was very mixed at the beginning because the... 
a lot of anime has the art style of the kid character at the beginning of like the the first antagonist character thingy. Uh huh. And I hate it. It's a terrible art style, and I can't stand it. So seeing that on the uh, cover art for this was like, mm, maybe not. But then looking behind, you can see the other real characters, and you're like... It's really good it character design. Like, all the characters yeah, really stick out. Yeah, they do. Um, so And I, and the I, kid I, character gives me Danganronpa vibes. Like, Monokuma <laughs> shit. So I'll probably continue. Um... Rising of the Shield Hero. Uh, it's fashy slave bullshit still. Uh, yep, it sure is. And it was so gross. Oh, I hated the first episode. Yeah, the first episode was real rough. It was rough. Especially off the heels of last season and Realist and Hero. Realist Hero. Like, <laughs> yeah, and this, this one, it, you've got <laughs> slaves being like, Ooh, you should become a slave with us. Like, hey, let's go to the slaver and we can enslave you. Right. And then and then you're like, no, nah, let's not push her into that. And then she's like, yeah, I'll be your slave. And I'm just like, oh, my God, what oh. the fuck? <laughs> Why? Oh, but for some, but the act, the, it's it's more acceptable act- in Shield Hero, though, somehow, because they've been doing it since day one. They yeah. they've committed to the gross shit since day one, so it's it's yeah. not catching you off guard. It's just like, well, we've put up with it for this long. <laughs> so I don't. My my thoughts on the Shield Hero are are this: like the first season of Shield Hero, the first half of it is just about the injustice that he is there and just building up the injustice building up your anger yeah like he does bad shit he does bad shit but because he's put into like a worse situation by like actually evil people just like like black-hearted villains (laughs) yeah and i can't look past the fact that uh at every turn he he makes a bad decision but uh at the same time, you keep watching because you want to see the inevitable conclusion. And then about two-thirds, would you say, through the season? He gets his it's at, He gets his justice. Yeah, yeah you, you finally get to blow that justice boner, and uh, it is very good feeling. And then immediately it's twisted because it's like, yeah, here, your name is now Slut. Right. <laughs> that's your that's your official name. Listen, like, it's so gross seriously? and stupid. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it it really is. It's like what the fuck? This is so dumb. I love in the in the first episode we do see the spear hero and slut and spear hero. Yeah. I cannot be fucked to remember the hero's names. Um, oh no. Yeah, no. <laughs> but spear hero like calls her 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 original name at one point and then has to correct himself to slut yeah he's like slut (laughs) (laughs) like it's funny but it's also really disgusting yeah 
Um, it's one of those things, like TV Tropes calls it crossing the line twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then after that, after you, you get your, your climax, it's just kind of weird for the rest of it. Because the S.H.I.E.L.D. hero was all about the injustice. Like, that was the only reason, really, it was the hook. to keep watching the show. Yeah, it was the hook. And now the hook's gone, and now you're just kind of, like, Now you're left with water. isekai bullshit. Yeah, it's... And and it's not even, like, interesting, good isekai bullshit. Like, the one thing that they have is that the action is usually pretty good. The animation is on point all the time, yeah. and the fights are well I, choreographed. This uh, this first episode, I didn't think so. No? I thought it was kind of dumb. I I it was a big miss for me. Now it was better than a lot of the stuff I've seen recently. But for Shield Hero, I C plus. Yeah, maybe it's just honestly. like in comparison to uh, other things. I mean, in comparison to last season, yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a big old A there. But in comparison to Shield Hero, C plus. And so if you're not even gonna do good with that. Uh, what are we doing? Yeah. So, like, I'll keep watching it because I've already seen the first season. But if it doesn't get a whole lot better, I might just drop the series as a whole. Yeah, it, it's obligation at this point. So, like, you have an yeah. obligation also, Shield Hero, to be good. Yeah. Like, don't don't pull a, a realist hero on us. <laughs> well, it can't because it it, <laughs> it led with that. Because <laughs> yeah, because it led with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, let me let me do one of mine. Okay. Uh, RPG real estate. It's uh, it's cute girls doing cute things. That's it. That's it. That's it. Okay. There's it's it's just cute and that's it cool there's there's nothing wrong with it there's nothing particularly stellar about it i uh, i'll probably drop it <laughs> <laughs> fair enough because there's so many anime this season there are so many so many actually pretty good ones actually honestly yeah so like it's not worth keeping around like a mediocre anime this season no uh, I'll... Because, like, I've got 19 so far. Two of them I haven't seen yet, but, like, 19? That's too many. Yeah. So. So, uh, my thing that you don't really get into is uh, sports and romance anime. And, and so, the ones that I'm watching that you aren't are mostly those. Yeah. Um, heroines run the show. Is maybe not even that. I think it'll. I think it'll turn that way eventually. But it's. It's okay. mostly just a really good comedy sh anime. Uh, the, okay. This girl from the country moves to Tokyo, and, and, but but after she goes, like her dad falls sick, and so she has to. Uh, she has to find a part time job. While this is also happening, um, or while this is happening, she's. She's also stuck in class in the seat between two idols, two male idols who are in an idol group together. Okay. And she's the only person who knows that they actually fucking hate each other. 
And the part-time job that she gets, she applies for this not even knowing what it is, I think. Um, but she ends up being like a manager in training for an idol group that is them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That that actually does sound good. Yeah. And, um, I, I, I missed that going through the list of anime. Yeah, and uh, unlike a lot of other romance anime, which I'm pretty sure this will take a turn towards, she actually has goals of her own. She's on the track team. Oh. She moved here to be on a good track team. Um, and her her dream is to, like, run track and, and compete and stuff. Like, like she's really pushing towards, like, a goal. So, it's nice to have a character, a female character in a romance anime with, like, a personality. Okay. Well, in that case, when we get... Um, when, when we talk about it next time... Uh, I don't know when that's going to be. A few weeks from now, at least. Uh, maybe uh, if it's still good, I'll pick that one up. Yeah. And catch up. Because you can catch up pretty easily. All right. Let's do some more together ones. The Dawn of the Witch. What do you think so far? Any other season, this would be like t- one of the 10 best anime of the season. Um, okay. But there's so many other really good anime. This one's kind of mediocre compared to the others. Yeah, I it, it kind of had a feeling of mediocrity. This, again, I've seen one episode of most things. Uh, <laughs> like, I've seen two of a couple, but, like, this is another one of the just ones. It, just from the beginning, it, it had an interesting plot, but it, it didn't quite hook me. I'll, I'll still watch it, but, like, you've got the the thing where, like, I mean, it's just Harry Potter, um, and then you've got the persecution of witches, and don't know if that's gonna really come in much. And oh, it does. Like, oh, it's I'm sure it's it so does, there. but, like, they don't... You've, you've got, like, three or four characters in the beginning, and they don't really mesh well and i don't mean like the haha they're they're not you know there's there's comedy there from or drama from them not working together it's just like they just kind of exist uh, separately from each other yeah there's nothing connecting them like the connecting the connecting tissue is just they're all going to the same place for the school and I'm sure yeah. I'm sure it'll like the they'll grow closer together as time goes on. But right now, it's definitely so. it's definitely like we're four different like separate entities. S- yeah, stuck together by circumstance. It's like a a pretty boring Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. That's exactly what it felt like after the first episode. So now, and I'm sure it'll get better. And I will keep watching it probably all the way through. I will say um, the second episode goes dark places and also blows a fucking twist like way earlier than I think they should have. Okay. Like, like there's a twist um, in the second episode that like, like reveals someone is a traitor. And I feel like they could have sat on it for way longer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, all right, so next up, Love After World Domination. This is fun romance gag shit. 
It it is. It's just it's fun romantic. So action. cute though. It's so cute. It, it's very cute, <laughs> but there's a lot of cute stuff this season as well. Like But it's also like it's in it, it's another like gag sentai shit like Kuroitsu. But it doesn't yeah. have the fucking problematic shit Kuroitsu was dealing with. <laughs> yeah. So I can't help but compare it and be like, oh, oh god, this is what I wanted, this is what I needed Kuroitsu to be. <laughs> so, uh, basically in the anime, you have, because we should actually describe them uh, for people who don't know. Yeah. You have uh, the Gelato 5, the Sentai team, and they're fighting against the uh, Gecko. Freezing Gelato 5. Organization, yeah. Yes. And uh, the leader of the Gelato Five, Red Gelato, um, is in love with. And currently the dating. Minion leader. And currently dating the minion leader of Gecko. I don't and even think she's the leader. She's just like the strongest fighter. She's the minion leader. Oh, okay. Yeah, she, she's, she's not in charge of Gecko. Just like he's not in charge of the gelato organization he's just in charge of the sentai team well the thing is like the bear seemed to be over her but also the bear it doesn't seem to be the main like leader of the group either like he also yeah. seems to have a boss so like she's i at feel least... like the bear is like general and she's like special forces minion leader yeah she's at least three levels down is president yeah uh, but yeah, they're in love and they're dating and it's, it's very cute. And, uh, are you going to keep it? Yes. Oh yeah. I'm taking this one to the end. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> I'm writing this one all the way down like slim pickings. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give this one a little bit longer too. <laughs> um, all right. So let me do another one of mine. I'm quitting heroing. I don't even know um, where to find this one. I don't... I've not heard of this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, I'm Quitting Heroing was actually all right. Um, it's uh, basically after saving the world, the hero was kind of turned aside by his people because he's so ridiculously powerful that they were afraid of him so he didn't have anything he could do and he was banished from his own kingdom so he goes back to the demon lord that he just destroyed the army of to join her and ask for a job general. <laughs> yes <laughs> and uh it's it's comedy and it's it's all about um their personalities because uh you know you've got the the demon lord's generals which are all very distinct and weird personalities and then him who uh basically he is a terrible person and he has <laughs> he is just an awful human and um i mean as shown unlikable. by the fact that he quit being a hero because people were kind of mean to him and he got fucking banished from his own kingdom that he's saved. Okay, you know what? Never you mind. Give him, I would I would you, also you betray him a, them. Yeah, you gotta live give him a little <laughs> leeway for that. Uh it's pretty good, it's pretty funny. Uh I've only seen a single episode. I'll keep going until at least the next time we talk about it. Okay. 
Uh, Tell me about Aharon-san. Oh, okay. Aharon-san wa Hakaranai is a comedy anime about two high schoolers. One of them... uh, Raido? I think think that's his name, is Raido. Okay. Don't quote me on that. Cool. But... He has he has like a super scary face. It, it it it's not really that scary, but all of all of his peers seem to think he has a scary face. So he has difficulty making friends. So when he gets into high school, he's like, "Okay, I'm going to make friends with the people sitting beside me. I'm going to like reach out and like really like try and talk to them." So he turns to his left and by the window because anime characters always sit by the window. Is Aharon San. Aharon Reina. And Aharon Reina speaks so softly that nobody can fucking hear her. So he keeps like talking to her. <laughs> he keeps talking to her and and he hears nothing. So <laughs> so he thinks she's just like straight up un- ignoring him for a while. <laughs> but eventually okay. uh, eventually like like they do they do establish something of a friendship like, like she she's she, she accompanies him on his way home to school one, uh, from school one day and like they they like hang out they go to an arcade they do a bunch of stuff and then the next day she starts ignoring him again and he's just confused about what's happening and it, it, so what tur- what it turns out is that she's the type to uh you know some people they they make a friend and then all they want to do is be around that friend and do things with that friend and yeah like she's one of those types so people have found her annoying in the past because she's like kind of clingy to her friends Mm-hmm. So she did. She did that with him one day. That one day, and then she's like, "Ah, oh, shit! I did that again." And so, so she's like, "I gotta pull back. I gotta pull back." And then he's like, "It's okay. It's okay." And the entire comedy comes from their personalities because he's super serious all the time. Just his expression does not change from one of like stoic apathy and she makes makes it easier for the animator yeah and she is like completely socially awkward (laughs) so so like he'll try and find ways to uh to to communicate with her better because he still has difficulty hearing her a lot of the time and so he'll be at, at one point he says okay so like every time you need to talk to me like like tap me on the shoulder like, like, tap me. And what she does is she starts headbutting him every time she needs to talk to him. Just throwing her entire body against him. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Watch this show. It's so funny. Uh, so, um... Next one that we've both seen, Spy X Family. Uh, it's the best anime this season. Oh, hands down. Oh, absolutely, it is. All right. Uh, so it's a it's a Cold War era spy thriller where you've got a a spy who is the best person possible at creating um, 
disguises. He is the master of disguise, and he is the spy Twilight. In... Yeah, and he <laughs> is forced to go to the enemy country to uh, sneak in and find out information from the uh, one of the politicians of the other country. And to do that, he has to have uh, he has to get access through the politician's school. And so he has to have a child and a mother <laughs> so that they can actually get into the school. And so he first goes to get a child and finds a precocious little girl who can read minds. Also, nobody knows she's a telepath. Nobody. Yeah, not a single person. She does not I mean, tell I'm anyone. Sure later. Yeah, later on someone will, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, she does not tell, and he does not tell her, like, they, they both, or, he doesn't tell her that he's a spy, she doesn't tell him that, uh, she's a telepath, but she knows he's a spy, and is working with him on this stuff. Uh, and then they get a, um, they find the, the wife, who, uh, (laughs) is an assassin, I believe for the country that the spy is searching through well so uh here's the thing is you kind of poorly explained what his goal is with with this particular mission his goal is not to uh like like create any havoc or anything he he is explicitly there to stop war from breaking out this politician is like that he's spying on is very pro-war so, so their goals might not conflict as much as they might seem to currently. Yeah. Like, I think that's what's, that's what's gonna happen, is, like, they're going... They will eventually realize that he's a spy oh, I mean, and she's an assassin. I mean, at, I, I don't know that they will. I could see this going the entire season and them... Oh, this first season? Staying, I think this first season together. definitely will. But this will get this, a second season. and I hope so. <laughs> it will. I hope so, because this is such a good anime. This, this, without a doubt, is the best anime this season, and you need to watch it. It is not just exciting, but also funny and adorable yes yes like it's it's winning on all fronts and And it like the animation's good the art style's nice it's it's fantastic do you remember the little girl's name is it like anya or something it's anya oh anya's expressions are going to be the meme of the future Oh, yeah. Every single one of her faces, like, her lying just fucking wide-eyed on the couch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just just looking dead. (laughs) And and every, I mean, just just wait for it, because Gigak's going to make a video about this, and he will minch, I, like, word for word, it's going to be like, this is a smile I would kill for. (laughs) Because you, she's adorable. Best anime. Yeah. Uh, but but we can't spend all the time talking about it. So let's go on to the next one. Shikimori's not just a cutie. She's not. She's not. She is a badass woman. She's so fucking um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> She's so cool. <laughs> uh, 
so basically this one uh there's izumi yes uh, you izumi and he uh is the unluckiest man alive aside from knowing shikamori uh basically anything that can go wrong does to him uh, so in the like, first episode, a yeah. heavy metal sign drops down on, <laughs> to where he is. Yeah, like he was like, about to like, die. <laughs> it's not just a minor and, and bad luck. It's really like without protection, yeah, he, he, he will has die. The worst luck. Yes. <laughs> um, fortunately, Shikamori, who might as well be a superhero, is might actually be a superhero. Beat yeah, you might actually like I. I would not be surprised if later on they show off that like, oh yeah, she actually is like a magical girl or something because <laughs> she she is beautiful and cute and strong and talented with regards to everything. Like the very first episode, they're like, let's go bowling, and then she's like, cool. I'm just gonna get a perfect score. Right, let me bowl a perfect that. game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh look, 140. I win. <laughs> In the second episode, she becomes like a volleyball champion. <laughs> yeah. Like anything she does, she's going to be the best at, and and she sticks around with him despite the fact that he is the unluckiest person because she cares about him and she can protect him because she's a fucking superhero. Uh, so yeah, it's it's pretty cute. And also, they have three really cool friends. Like, there's not a single like dislikable character in the main cast. There's no one who you're like, yeah. oh man, they're annoying. Like every single one of them is, they're great. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, I'll talk about the next one on my list. Miss Shach. <coughs> Miss Shachichiku and the Little Baby Ghost. This Man, looks I fucked so that dumb. up again. Uh, so it was cute. Basically, uh, she's an office worker and her office is haunted by a ghost, but the ghost is a really cute little thing that cares about her and helps her and stuff. And it was very cute, except for the grossness of like. Uh, she's being worked to death and the, the ghost, uh, wants to save her from being worked to death. But like every time she does something, Shachiku is like, oh, now I've got more strength because of your cuteness. So I can keep going for another three days uh, and eh, eh, not going to hang on to this one. Sounds like no, there's so many other things that are adorable as fuck this season. You don't need this one. Yeah. So, uh... Goodbye. Blech. <laughs> yep. Um, alright. Alright, the three that I have left are all sports anime. Like, uh, of the ones that only I am watching, all, all three remaining are sports. Uh, and the best... Okay. The best one, is, as far as just, like, straight sports anime goes, is Awashi. So, this is by the guy who made Haikyuu. Um, okay. The, this, this kid, he plays soccer. He's been playing soccer his whole life, but he's never been on a good team. But he is, he calls himself a genius forward. He is absolutely fucking positive. He is an amazing player. And it turns out, John, <laughs> John, 
He is not. No, he's right. He's he's fucking oh. he's fucking awesome. <laughs> wow. Like like he's he's able to uh keep track of where all the players on the field are like at all times. He is he is able to do that. He can just like wow. look at the field and be like I know where everybody is and he remembers it. Like he impresses this guy scouting him for a, a Tokyo like youth league thing by uh-huh. being able to t- cuz the guy was like, you know, this was your play and it was kind of like it was kind of like just you doing stuff. And and he uh fucking I can't remember his name. I have such a bad time remembering characters' <laughs> names. But the the main character is like, no, 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 no. It wasn't just me because like, look at the rest of the field. You can't just look at this like like little corner over here. Look at where everybody else was and what they were doing. They created the openings for me, and I took the ball to the goal. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it's not just, like, that strategic mind that he has either. He really is super skilled at just kicking the ball. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> In the second episode, he kicks the ball down, like, like from his goal to a guy three quarters of the way to the other goal. And then that guy gets it into in because of the opening he created earlier by by uh, baiting the other team into the other into their half of the field. Yeah, like he's wow. he's actually a fantastic player. So <laughs> okay, yeah it it's just gonna be a show about a fucking awesome dude doing awesome soccer shit and getting even better than he is already. I love that shit. <laughs> I love it. All right. All right. Next up for together, we have uh, "Don't Hurt Me, My Healer." This is dumb. Um, yeah, I'm dropping it too, cause uh, partly because there's just so much, and also this just wasn't. It's not good as funny enough. as it thinks it is. It's jokes. So it's don't. It's a it's a fantasy and adventure comedy starring a dark elf cleric who is just an insulting bitch. Yeah. And Alvin, a swordsman who uh, is forced to put up with her antics. And neither of them are likable. They both no. suck. Both, yes, correct. All characters suck. No, so. the bear was good. I liked the bear. <laughs> oh, Mune Kuma? Gao. Yeah, nah. <laughs> it it's it's dumb and uh yeah don't waste your time no it's currently got a score of 5.97 so uh yeah it's bad trapped in a dating sim the world of otome games is tough for mobs is i mean it's it's gender swapped my next life as a villainous for those who know what that is yeah I don't, um, basically you, it's, it's this dude who was forced to play an Atoma game for his sister because she had blackmail on him and he 100%ed it for her and hated every single moment of it. And then he left and instead of finding Truck-Kun, he found Stair-Kun and ended up in the dating sim that he was in, except he was a background character that doesn't even show up on screen 
and uses his power or his memory of the game to become the real center of everything. Well, he doesn't even do that intentionally. Like his goal is is to just find like a a, a good enough wife and be like, this is my life. I'm going to go live on an island yeah. somewhere. Yeah. But because of someone else, h- how far are you into this show? One episode. Are you going to keep watching it? Nope. <laughs> All right. So there, there is a, there is a girl at the Academy who is not the protagonist from the game, but she's doing all the stuff the protagonist would do. And the protagonist is there. Oh. So, in the third episode, and really, it's it's strongly implied in that second episode where this is introduced, that this is another person who's been isekai'd into the world. And the, the third episode gives a little bit from her point of view, and yes, she is. Like, she's... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I might start watching this then. Yeah. Because that's that's enough of a, like, the the other bit is just annoying. No, the first like, episode honestly, was the, the weakest so far. Oh, man, it was bad. Because <clears throat> it's like, the, the first half of it is just complaining. Yeah. And then the second half of it is just him being in a bad situation <laughs> and complaining. And it's uh, no gross. I uh, the my, life sucks enough already. I don't need to watch this. But if if there's another person in there, all right, that's cool. Yeah. That's so cool. They so can, like they can get married, go off, <laughs> live together, be happy. I I stand that. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> so, so um because of her antics, like like he ends up making friends with the protagonist and the villainous of the game, like. Like, be, he he intends to just be a background character, but because this other character is doing bullshit, he ends up, like, like getting caught up in the events of the game mm-hmm. because of that. Like, like, it's really interesting, actually, seeing, like, like, how much he'll try and stay out of their business, and then he'll be like, okay, well, now y'all are just, like, straight up abusing this person, so I have to step in. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, let me let me hit up two of mine now. All right. Because I have more than you. Uh, and I didn't think I did until I found one that wasn't on my list that I probably will not be continuing, but I'll still watch another episode of. Uh, the greatest demon lord is reborn as a typical nobody. God, I don't want to hear about this. <laughs> uh... It's it's exactly what you'd expect. Um, yeah, let me try to format things. Oh, I no. fucked everything up. John, just uh, quit. So anyways, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Uh, so it's a reincarnation anime where the demon lord thinks that life is boring, so uh, he reincarnates, um, and he has zero social skills, and then eventually he finds a girl who also has a lot of power and isn't terrified of him and also is a misfit and they go to school together that was the first episode i will watch one more at least but probably only one more (laughs) because it's not great (laughs) 
Yeah, I wasn't gonna. Uh, <laughs> not gonna watch that. Yeah. Uh, another one on my list is one that we both saw. That's right. Skeleton Knight in Another World. Okay, so I am going to give this a second chance in the future. Only because Mother's Basement video about this season has already come out. And he he had good things to say about this show. In spite of how it opens. Yeah, it... So... So let's just get it out of the way I'm, first. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna ignore the the first beginning for a bit. So oh. far, it's it's not exactly exciting. Like it's it's your standard overpowered isekai where you know he played a bunch of this video game and then he ended up in car you know in another world as the character he had played and he's super powerful and you know there's a couple differences but for the most part it's exactly the same and um he's more powerful than literally everything else so it's your typical fire uh power fantasy isekai okay and it hasn't done anything particularly interesting with that I'll keep going probably because I'm isekai trash. Um, but the very first episode starts with a rape scene. Yeah, um, like literally, and, like and before, it, before you even realize what's happening, you're seeing a rape. Yeah, and uh, it it didn't need to. Like apparently, there is like a, a content <laughs> warning. But I yeah no there is I didn't make it far enough into the rape scene to see the content warning. <laughs> uh, here's, here's the thing, I don't I don't remember the content warning on episode one. On episode two, I remember the content warning, and there was nothing of con- warning in the second episode. Like, there was no reason for that. Uh, so a little bit late there, and also like. Uh, I watched Goblin Slayer. I liked Goblin Slayer. I thought Goblin Slayer was a very good, very gritty anime that definitely had some grossness in it. Absolutely. I didn't watch it. It was was very, very upfront about it being just all sorts of rapey. But it wasn't just like, lol, let's do rapey. It was... There, it was there because that was what the story called for, and and it was a very gritty, dark anime, and it fit well. This is not. <laughs> this is not a gritty anime. This is a lottie da isekai. Like, <laughs> like this is less gritty than Sword Art Online, which has like six rape scenes in it so far. Um, <laughs> like. <laughs> This is, this is nothing, and it's it's weird that it decided to off the bat be like, I I guess isekai just have to have rape scenes in them from now on. Like I I guess that's just what it is. I don't know. It's tiring. It's it lends nothing to the story at all. There is no need for it. It could have been that they were going to be captured and sold into slavery, or that they were just going to kill them. And you know what? It would have been the exact same thing. 
But no. You had to start raping them. Why? So here's my opinion is you can have rape in a story. Like, you can have anything in a story. But if you're going to tackle a subject matter like that, first of all, like, the characters need to matter. And, like, it needs to be, like, it's a traumatic thing they're going through, right? So, like, you should also do follow-up. You should follow these characters afterwards and how they, like, like grow past their trauma or don't or how they just move on with their lives or like something yeah like it can't just be like random nobodies getting raped and then the the big strong man walks in and saves them or something like it it can't be it can't be that and second you can't try and be hot with it no no i don't think it was particularly trying to be hot well the goblin i'm more Um, saying this about goblin slayer because that was the big issue around that show is like the no how much they tried to be sexy about it i don't i don't think so at all i don't i don't think it was particularly sexy in the slightest i think the the big issue and and this is what everyone was bringing up at the time was the big issue was that it was just right off the bat immediate rape no warnings no nothing and then, like, it, it went dark, dark, like, right away. Because, like, this, uh, you know, it's an attempted rape. It's not actual rape. It's an attempted rape. Uh, there's, it's terrible. It's horrible. But it, it doesn't follow through. Goblin Slayer? It does rape and kill them. viscerally, viscerally killed. And then people are literally raped to death. In episode one, in the first five minutes. Jesus. So, like, it's 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 not that, like, ooh, it's, it's you know, you're trying to make rape sexy. There, I, I disagree wholeheartedly with that. That never once happened. Like, I will v- argue the hell out of that, because that didn't. I don't know, when you're ripping their clothes off and, tr- very and showing a lot of their tits and their legs and shit, it just feels like you're trying to say, like, you should be getting off to this. You cannot get off to that unless something's seriously wrong. <laughs> I and, and, like I'm you. You didn't watch it. I watched the whole show. There is nothing sexy about okay. it. Okay, it's it. They rip their their clothes off because that's what happens. They they show the stuff because s- instance later it's got a goblin on it. Um, like it's, it is all in pursuit of disgusting you with what these monsters are doing. Um, it, yeah, no, there, there's nothing sexy about Goblin Slayer. There is no pursuit of that either. All right. Um, but like, like this, it was, it was meaningless in here and, uh, it's dumb and I don't know why it was there. But also, it was just that one time. And then, ever since, nothing anywhere close to like it. So, I have no idea what to think going on. And if you've got a YouTuber saying it's pretty good, maybe I'll keep watching it. But, you know, it's right now it's just a generic power fantasy isekai that made a bad decision. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me hit up another one. Uh, the Demon Girl Next Door. 
Uh, this is season two. I'm assuming you didn't see season one. No, I didn't know this anime existed. <laughs> I'm still not aware so, that it exists, to be honest. Machikata <laughs> uh, Mazuku. Uh, it's it's a cute girls anime doing cute things. Um, you've got Shadow Mistress, who is uh, she's a, a demon girl who all of a sudden becomes the demon girl. She didn't know before, but her family is incredibly poor because they were cursed by a magical girl ages past. So her job is to uh, get stronger and beat magical girls so that she can break the curse. But she is so weak. (laughs) She is, like, not even worth thinking about. With regards to the other um, magical girls. But there's a magical girl who is incredibly powerful and uh, bored with their life who offers to help. And it's it's cute. They, you know, work together. They're, you know, happy. They have a crush on each other. They go on dates. It's lovely. Um, and this season, they're uh, living next door to each other. And they all they all move into the same apartment, shitty apartment building, and are trying to find people to help um, break the curse. Okay. Yeah, it's it's really cute, and I like it. All right. Tell me about dance, dance, danseur. Uh. So this is a sports anime. Yes, but it's about ballet. Yeah, I mean that's a sport. Yeah. Like we we there are so many things that are sports that you wouldn't necessarily consider as, like they're not going to be on um ESPN uh, ESPN but you know ballet is a sport yeah uh, it is band band is a sport um like <laughs> uh idol borderline <laughs> <laughs> but basically this kid's wanted this guy's wanted to be a ballet dancer since he saw like one when he was like a kid but shortly after his dad who was like a martial artist had a heart attack and died so he he felt like he had to take over the family business and so he he dedicated himself to uh to martial arts and just kind of like did ballet in his room sometimes yeah um and then he's like showing off in class some of his martial arts moves, but the a girl playing piano notices that uh hey that's not a kick that was a five forty spin or whatever that he did, and it just it, he <laughs> okay. he just made it look like a martial art kick. Gotcha. Yeah, and, and so she recruits him into her mom's ballet school cool where he is treated as a prodigy because he is um yeah because he is like like he's been doing ballet in his room this whole time and he's like his form is bad but he's able to do a lot of the moves like normally you can't start ballet like late in life it's one of those things where it's really difficult yeah, you have to be limber, and you have to have practiced from a relatively young age, and if you haven't, it's it's unlikely you'll be able to catch up. Yeah, it, it's kind of like tennis in that regard, where it's like, if you don't start by a certain age with tennis, you're not 
you're not gonna be Federer, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna be Serena Williams if you start at like twenty. No. Thank you for picking an actually good tennis player. Um <laughs> who 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 was a bad player? I was just saying Federer. Federer was a good player. I know. It's Serena Williams. <laughs> I mean, she's just the best alive right now. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> That's an unfair comparison. <laughs> let's, let's 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 talk about the best alive first, especially since uh, it's not often that uh, women's sports gets to say that over men's sports. Uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I mean, Serena Williams could kick the ass out of any man in tennis right now. She does. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <and> it's cool. <laughs> but. Uh, I mean, it's a really well-animated show. The characters are interesting, and they, they keep you hooked. I just can't get over the character design, and specifically the eyes, because they all have huge fucking sparkly anime eyes, and then every single one of them has this, like, white semicircle space across the bottom of their eye. It just looks like their irises were cut. <laughs> in a semicircle <laughs> every scene i just end up staring them in the fucking eyes specifically the bottom wow. of the eye <laughs> I'm just, huh. it's a weird it's a weird artistic choice that is very yeah. distracting <laughs> yeah but other than that, that it's weird. really good it's it's really good okay uh What's next? In the heart of Kunoichi Tsubaki. Hey, it's another cute girls anime. That it's... I mean, that's really all it is. And there's there's not much of a hook here. Um, no, there really isn't. Tsubaki is a ninja girl in training. She's hitting that age. And, and so all she can think about is men. She's never seen a yep. man. She doesn't know anything about men. But she thinks about them a lot. Mm -hmm. Men. 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 Otoko. <laughs> and that's it. That that really is all there is. Honestly. She gets flustered and she, she starts messing things up when when she, someone mentions or talks about men. The most interesting. And you can even say the word mention and she'll go men. Men. <laughs> And, and it will fuck her up. The most interesting segment of the show has been in the second episode. Uh, the first half is like a, a a battle between the two ninja teams. Like, men mm -hmm. don't come into it at all. It's just like... like She knows something about her friend that nobody else knows. It's that she works really hard. But she portrays herself as just being like super talented and not caring. So she, like, trains in yeah. secret. And, and then one of her subordinate people, like, comes comes to Tsubaki and, and is like, hey, can you, like, go kick her ass and show her, like, what hard work could do for her, maybe? Mm -hmm. and, and then they have a cool fight, and it ends in a draw. And it's, it's cool. Mm -hmm. And that was the best segment of the show. Okay. And then the next one kind of had the, the men thing to it again. And it's like... Yeah... It's most interesting when the hook of the show is not there. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, we each have uh, we have one we've both watched and one each that we are watching on our own. So why don't you tell me about Birdie Wing? So this is a sport anime in that they they play golf, except the main character doesn't play golf. She just <laughs> she just hits a ball with a club to live. Okay. <laughs> so so she's not actually like a a, a golf player. She's not in act- in any tournament uh, or any team or club or anything. Um she bets on golf. She she bets on le- like can I make this shot? Can like this crazy ass shot? Can can I okay. can I get into the hole before you? That and and she makes money doing that. Okay. Yeah. That's that's neat. But like the first episode had her shoot a golf club between a moving train or, or not a, go- a golf ball between a moving train car. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mentioned it in discord to you. I was like, this is this is this generation's between the titty sniper shot. <laughs> it's not as well animated as the titty shot, though. I will say. Well, of course yeah. not. Uh, because they don't have as much experience animating trains as they do titties. Right. And there there, there are a lot of titties in this show also. Like, all the characters are women. Pretty much. Okay. Yep. Huh. Okay. Um. So, one day she's doing a bet on, like, a golf course, and uh, someone sees her playing, and it's like the the favorite to win the the golf tournament that happens in a couple days and she's like mm-hmm. in awe of the main characters um uh playing and so they play a, a single okay. hole because that's all they have time for and the the golf player wins like the the actual golf player but she's still like wow someone can play like that that's so cool it, it it's more exciting than anybody i've seen um and they promise to play again and then in the second day of the tournament uh the main character shows up it it seems like she's taken somebody's place because that's also a thing she does is she'll make money by like disguising herself as other people and playing their games for them okay yeah yeah and just getting away with yeah like, the disguises are really good. Like, she looks exactly like the person. <laughs> it's insane. Okay. It's, a, it's, it's Lloyd, Lloyd, uh, fucking, what, Twilight level of, of disguise. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Lloyd Forger. Lloyd Forger from, uh, from Spy, Spy Family. Family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's that level of disguise. Um, it's good. All right. It's a good, it's a good sports sports stuff. Okay. With a twist. Uh, uh, so the last one I'm just watching by myself that I have currently watched and can talk about is uh, The Executioner and Her Way of Life. I still need to find is, where this is because I want to watch it. <laughs> it's a really fascinating one. Um, what do you mean? Isn't it on... It is not on Crunchyroll. Uh, you sure? I'm pretty sure. 
Um, so basically, uh, it takes place in an isekai where uh, people from Japan get summoned to this other world, and every time someone from Japan comes to this world, they receive a power. A, and the power is based off of a singular aspect. Uh, so the, the first episode one is, uh, it's a kid with the power of null. And uh, they actually, like, they look at him and they see that he's got the power of, it, it says null as his powers, so they just kick him out. But his power is, he can just completely nullify things. Like, he can just... Oh! Oh, uh, there's an maybe, anime already like that with a uh, fuck. What is it called? His 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 soup. His power is that um, he cancels out everybody else's power. So like he's treated as super weak, but if he's able to touch you, then like you can't do anything. Fuck. Uh, you're you're thinking of uh, railgun. Yes. Uh, certain scientific. Uh, no, no. His thing is like he can create pockets of null where just nothing exists. Or a certain magical can, index. Like, He's the main character of that one. Railgun is a spinoff of that. Well, no, they're they take place at the same time, and he's the main character of both. Uh, <laughs> no, the ra- Railgun has his love interest no, as the main no. character. Which one? <laughs> the main one. <laughs> the one who can shoot a railgun. Is, is it? Is it his main one? I always thought so. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it's it's not so much that he, like, nullifies powers as that he uh, nullifies everything. So, like, he could create a pocket of null around a house, and then the house no longer exists. Oh, that's OP as fuck. Uh, it's, it's, it's a delete button for the universe. Uh, he should die. Um... Oh, well, that's exactly what happens immediately later is that the person helping him kills him because it is illegal to bring uh, the lost ones over to this world, the the Japanese, and because it it affects the society too much. Because they are always Japanese. yeah, no, they, it, it specifically says that no one knows why or how it only comes from Japan, but that's how it happens. And because of that, this other world is all, like, like everyone speaks Japanese, the writing's in Japanese, you, you see all sorts of, uh, like, convenience stores and stuff, because the, you know, the Lost Ones brought over their ideas, which then pushed forward the culture much further into the future, but if that keeps happening, then like their culture will be wiped out, and these people are just way too powerful. So they have the 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 church. Their one job is to find these people and kill them. Damn. <laughs> and uh, the the problem is the girl who is the you know exterminator for this show the main character for the show, uh, kills the first Japanese dude and then goes after the second person who had been summoned, a Japanese girl, who they have both dreamed about each other. Oh. And she can't kill her. And it's... It's... Trying to find a way to defeat the immortality and also they're just becoming friends together. So, Yeah. It's it's a uh, it's honestly a really good show if you can find out where to watch it. Right. Which I still didn't. 
<laughs> okay. And then the last one that we're going to talk about this week... Oh, it's on high dive. Is... God damn it. Remember <laughs> what I said? There's always one or two good shows that end up on high dive, and I don't want to spend Trust me, money. It's the only one. <laughs> um... Diamon recipe for happiness and God I hope this uh, show doesn't Usagi drop me I don't know what that is Usagi drop was this really cute anime where like a a, a guy adopted a five year old girl and it was just like it was so cute and they were getting they 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 formed like a real family with each other and then. Uh, what what was never animated but it was in the manga uh it jumped forward to the teenage years and and she had a crush on her dad and then and they get married i don't think that'll happen god i hope it doesn't usagi Uh, drop me i i don't think that'll happen okay so like especially since there's other people involved um like he's surrounded by other family members i don't think but you never know with japan right um uh kid uh loved uh the sweets that his family made but he loved them a little too much and uh cried whenever they got sold and stuff and he overheard them talking one day that you know he'll never be up for it to take over the business so he decided to just run away from home and become a a musician he took up guitar while he was in high school and like got pretty good with it and then tried to make a band happen in tokyo for a decade it just never did yeah and uh then finally he hears that his dad had uh, stroke or something. I don't know. His dad was in the hospital, so they came back and... Turns out it was just uh, hemorrhoids. Yeah, it was nothing. Uh, so, but, uh, then he finds out that there's a new heir to the, uh, restaurant, um, who is this girl that was abandoned by her father, who was also a guitarist, um, and about his age. And they uh, just kind of left her there, and they've been giving her a home, and she loves the restaurant and loves the sweets and stuff and is really good at everything, but she lacks a father figure. So he becomes, or he strives to become her father figure, and it's adorable. Yeah. That's it. And she's, like, responsible, they, and he's an idiot. Yeah, they're they're good for each other. Yeah. Um, it's nice i like it yeah it is it's very nice um but it's he has just the what uh, i was gonna say it's nice in that way that like dress up darling was nice last season where it's like there's just not much to say about it it's just nice yeah i i I will agree with it it's it's i mean it's not as good as dress up darling by any means uh but i i will agree it, it fits into the exact same slot of like there's nothing negative you can say about this but it, it also doesn't there's warrant nothing like a really... whole lot of conversation. Yeah, it you, you can't really be like, oh, did you see what happened to Daemon Recipe for Happiness last week? <laughs> it's just like in this world that sucks and nothing is good. Uh, watch this anime. Yeah, it might make you feel a little better. 
Okay, we're finally through the anime. Oh gosh, thank goodness. That only took an hour. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> okay. Game facts. Wow. John. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Uh, this week we are talking about Little Caesars Fractions Pizza. Are you running out of ideas? No, I have more and more and more and more. <laughs> this just feels like what you do in like, like, like a late season of a show. You're just looking for anything to keep people interested. Like maybe this one. No, see this. This is a themed season. Oh, uh, oh, is it? Wait, what was what was last week's you, game? You fucking idiot! You absolute shit for brains. I can't, we're three games in and you haven't figured out the fucking <sighs> Hold on, hold on, what was last week's theme? I can get this <laughs> uh, What was last week's game facts? Yonoid And the one before that? Donald Land John You dipshit <laughs> is, is our next episode gonna be Sneak King? No, that's that's not until much later down the line. <laughs> I hate this. We got weeks until then. <laughs> You're right. That's a, that's a that's a season closer. <laughs> oh, you wish. <laughs> I got way better shit in the store for that. Little Caesars Fraction Pizza is an educational video game designed by Conexus Inc. Published by Panda Kids in 1998 for Windows. In Little Caesar's Fraction Pizza, you play as Brutus at a futuristic time-traveling pizza delivery operation run by dinosaurs, delivering to dukedoms, Mozart, the Triassic period, and the present, listening to songs, and dealing with fractions. Yep, every single place has its own song for you to hear. Yo, that's a little fucked you up. Who Brutus yeah, is, that's right? a little fucked up that you would play as Brutus in a Little Caesar's game. You know who Brutus is, right? I mean, it's the guy. It's it's, it's Caesar's friend who stabbed him. Et tu, Brute? It's the mascot of Little Caesars. What? He's the pizza pizza guy. What? His name is Brutus. I thought that was Caesar. No, that's Brutus. Why is the mascot of Little Caesars Brutus? Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a great question. What the fuck? But uh, that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel offended on behalf of a, a 2,000 dead, like, year-old dead fucking dictator. <laughs> I feel offended for him. <laughs> That's fucked up. That'd be like... <laughs> that'd be like if you had a fucking restaurant named after Archduke Ferdinand. <laughs> and you named and you named it and your mascot was named Giuseppe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Conexus was a development company in California founded in 1991 and lasting to about 2000 producing maybe 3 games. That's not many for the 90s. You can pump those out in like 3 months. Come on. Yeah. 
The company, for all intents and purposes, has been wiped from the earth and is impossible to find information for. So they didn't get bought by anybody. They didn't, like, get... Nope. Who would who would want that? Uh, and it's it's especially impossible considering Conexus Inc. is the name of about three hundred different companies. Why? And the website the website for the uh, development company Conexus Inc. is owned by another company Conexus Inc. Now, uh, <laughs> so like you can't even like go back and see it. It's it's. Crazy. Listen, that that's the uh, that's the Eidos story. In, in the beginning of uh, H Bomber Guy's most recent video on Deus Ex, he goes over like like uh, the the period of time where Eidos was bought by a company that then named itself to Eidos, and then they were bought by a company that named itself to Eidos, and then they yeah. they formed a, a studio within that company, and the the, the studio was named Eidos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like Eidos <laughs> London or something. Like it's it's got another name. Montreal, but... Montreal, Montreal. Yeah, but it doesn't exist anymore because then all uh, all of that didn't matter because they were bought by Square Enix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All Archimedes was able to scrounge up from them is that they made this and also Babes in Toyland based off the 1997 film of the same name. Are you familiar with Babes in Toyland? I'm not. Okay. <laughs> Does it? Me either. Okay. I mean, I've heard of it. I'm sure I've seen the cover That's, art somewhere. Wow. That's more than me. Like, I, I did know this movie existed. So, see, didn't know. <laughs> this is my. This was today was my first time hearing of its existence. <laughs> to clarify, this is the animated 1997 film based off the 1903 operetta, not the 1934 Laurel and Hardy film or the 1961 Disney film with the toys reused in the stop motion nursery segment of Mary Poppins, or the 1986 film featuring Drew Barrymore and Keanu Reeves. And has anyone ever even heard of this film before now? You know what? I might have been thinking of the Drew Barrymore and Keanu Reeves movie. Probably, which <laughs> they're all still called Babes in Toyland, and what the fuck? I think I might have been thinking about that one. <laughs> Panakids was the children's learning creativity label under Panasonic Interactive Media, because making appliances definitely means you should be making video games too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sure. Sure, why not? Why not? The first Little Caesars. <laughs> I love when you can't even get through it. It's just like we we're out of fucking facts about the game. We're just we're just talking about Little Caesars now. We're just <laughs> I'm gonna go get some Little Caesars after this. That's gonna be my lunch. Oh yeah, man, that's a good. I'm idea. gonna go get a ready hot it's pepperoni pizza and some crazy bread. Just five dollars. Oh, well, crazy bread's gonna push you over. Yeah. The first Little Caesars was opened in 1959 by minor league shortstop Mike Illich, who then, with the success of his new pizza company, went back and bought the football... Okay, so you've gone quiet for me. 
What? <laughs> okay, I can hear you now. What? Yeah, you you was like the first little Caesars was opened, and then perfect silence. I don't know what. Do you want to try it? Again? I don't know what could happen. The first little Caesars was opened in 1959 by minor league shortstop Mike Illich, who then, with the success of his new pizza company, went back and bought the football Detroit Tigers as well as the hockey Detroit Red Wings. A casino, etc. Wow, that's a that's yeah. a big come up for a minor league player. Yeah, <laughs> who got injured and couldn't play anymore. Like, <laughs> impressive. Wasn't there another company started by a baseball player made a video game? Wasn't that Kingdoms of Amalur? Ooh, that's a football player, I think. Was it a football player? I could have sworn it was also a baseball player. <laughs> uh, so it was Big Huge Games, which was Ken Ralston. No, Ken Ralston was the executive designer. No, it was the Big Huge. the CEO of the company that made Kingdoms of Amalur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for... Uh, shit. Maybe it's 38 Studios? Ah, yeah, you're right. Major League Baseball pitcher Kurt Schilling. Yeah, that's him. Yep. So, that's almost related to this. <laughs> sure why not i'm just looking for anything at this point back in 1993 they introduced a french fry crust pizza which sounds delicious i bet it wasn't because it's not around as well as a spaghetti bucket which sounds dubious at best i was forced to read that i think the spaghetti bucket <laughs> sounds better than the french fry crust pizza <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the spaghetti bucket? I have not. I'm going to Google the spaghetti bucket. I, I will I will send you a picture of it right now. This was their big, big bucket. They had a uh, uh, small of uh, the little bucket as okay, well. Okay, I would not eat spaghetti out of that bucket. <laughs> There's the little bucket. The, the big, big bucket uh, looks like a piss bucket. They they look like a pail you would take to the beach, uh, to quote another uh, podcast that has talked about this before. Yeah, I mean it's like, when you get to take to the beach on the rare occasion that you go to the beach, but then it just mm-hmm. kind of sits in the back seat of your car for years. Yeah, you know, and then when you're taking yeah. a long road trip and you have to go to the bathroom, but there's not a rest stop for like twenty miles. Like this is where you take a shit. This is a this is yeah. a big big shit bucket. Now the uh, the unfortunate part is that uh, bucket spaghetti is not gone. Uh, Zio Giano's is available for DoorDash at a lot of places, and it's pretty much the same type of bucket. Uh, Zio as well as like. Fracky or Frecky Cashio. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, 
Like, this is ridiculous. Buckets of spaghetti shouldn't exist. <laughs> I don't I don't agree with that sentiment. But the, it should not come in a bucket that looks like this. Honestly, it should just come in, like, an open metal tin. <laughs> mm. Just like a spittoon bucket. Ugh. All right. And that was just the facts. That was, that was the facts. Were they all about the game? No. No, they weren't. But they were facts. <laughs> they were all at least tangential. <laughs> okay! All right. We're gonna we're gonna do this real quick because we are running out of time. Yep. And also because he didn't do his job. To be fair, I think uh, proportional so- <laughs> to the amount of time it takes to play this game, I did do my job. You don't know that. I, I but probably. I can tell when a game is paced a certain way. This game can't be longer than like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so fu- so we we we're doing um, keeping accountable, which uh, is the super weird uh, idea the- that John had. Yeah, so we're gonna pass a game back and forth, and uh, he gets to play it, and then I get to play it, and then he gets to play it. Uh, but only like twenty minutes to an hour at a time. And then we have to explain what happened to the other person and pass the save over, and we won't get to go back and play it. We just have to uh, go based off of what they said. So, the game this week was Fossil Echo. This game wasn't what I was expecting. It it is a dialogueless adventure platformer with stealth mechanics. fuck. (laughs) That's... (laughs) with stealth mechanics um so you play as a a boy who like uh, oars his uh, what do you call paddle his paddles his boat up to this like mountainous island and then you climb up the the sheer cliff face like it's fucking princess bride and then you reach the top and a ninja attacks you, but... Just like Princess Bride. <laughs> well, no, the ninja climbed up the side of the cliff. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but the, the boy is, like, surprised by the ninja, and he fi- fights back a tiny amount, and then the ninja falls off the side of the mountain. Um, Are you ever not surprised by a ninja? Like, I feel like if, if you're not surprised by a ninja, it's not really a ninja then. Well, it, this seems to be the home of the ninjas. So you're able to see them because they're, mm. like, just kind of patrolling around after this point. Okay. Um, this game was weird. So, like, the there are, like, knocked out ninjas around the entrance... So it seems like somebody's been there before you. Uh, okay. And then you go inside this building, and it seems to be like a giant tower. And, and you're climbing up this tower. And you sneak past ninjas. There's a mechanic where you can jump down onto a ninja and knock it, knock him out. And that's like the only attack you have. 
Like, everything... Okay. If you can't jump onto a ninja, you can't attack a ninja. Okay, so we're playing by Mario rules. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Um, and then... Uh, I don't... Come on. No, it's just like, I don't like this game. You don't like this game already? Yeah, there are two segments that I've played through, which are like auto-scrolling platformer segments. And these are the main... This is why I don't like this game. Because they're bullshit, first of all. So, the inciting incident for the auto-scrolling things is the boy has, like, a black and a white feather that he keeps tucked inside a headband. And... yeah. They, like, blow out of his headband and he has to chase them to, to get them back. Okay. And then uh, this starts an auto-scrolling segment where you platform up to where they're blowing to. Okay. If you mess up at all, you fail. You will fail. It won't be immediately obvious that you will fail, but you will. Because, okay. the, like, the, the auto-scrolling is just so fast that if you're not playing perfectly in this segment, then you will fall below the auto-scrolling section, and you, you're just done. Like, it, it's it's game over. It starts back to the, the screen, the start of the screen. Like, there's okay, but, no room but for like error, it, even in the first one of these. It, it just takes you back to the beginning of the... Um, of the room, yeah. The, the quick scroll. Yeah. Like, whenever you die, mm, it just puts bad. you back to the start of the room you're in. Are you sure you took 20 minutes and got far, or just repeat the same thing over and over again, not getting... Oh, good? no, I took 20 minutes and got pretty decently far. Like I said, I did two of these auto-scrolling segments, and there's a, there's a fair amount leading up to the first one, and more in between the first and the second one. Yeah, and it's constantly introducing new mechanics to you. I think it might be done finally. I can't imagine what else could be added. Like, I think it can only be plays on these new, on these mechanics. So, like, there's... So, what are the mechanics? All right, so the mechanics are, you have, you use five buttons. You use the, the four directional arrows to move, and gross the space bar to jump okay you jump on uh, up to ledges you can wall jump between ledges um or not between between walls um you can jump onto ninjas and other enemies um and there are like shadowy places where you can hide from the ninjas so like one room had like four or five uh, shadowy areas and three ninjas patrolling. So I had to jump down at a, into a shadowy area at a time when all three were not looking at me. And then I had to somehow fucking make my way to the exit past the three. Yeah. Uh, there are also dream segments, I think where like you find a fire and, and like he t- he takes a rest, and then you're in a different area. And there, are... what's happened in the dreams so far? The first dream 
had me go up to a dude in a boat. And I'm like, hey, I want to go to this place. And I think it's like the symbol for the ninjas. And the dude on the boat, who uh. was initially like, oh yeah, I'll take you on my boat. He sees the symbol and he's like, no, no. And then uh, you fight over the oar and you knock out the boat dude and you steal his boat. Well, that's rude. Yeah. What about the second the one? The second one has you in like a, a bizarre kind of area. And you're walking through. Weird. And you steal a fruit. And you pass by an old man outside the bazaar. And you give him the fruit and nothing happens. And then you get to an optional, I think it's optional anyway, the little uh, like challenge area. And that's where I, I stopped my play. Okay, thanks. Awesome. Uh, Fantastic. I, th- I think you can leave. I think you can leave and just say fuck it. But I was really trying to do it. I was going to go back and then we just didn't have time because of all the moving. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sounds interesting. Yep. Uh, my my last remaining questions are, uh, is there anything to do with fossils or echoes? Not yet. <laughs> okay. Yep. Well, we'll see. We'll see if I get to that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that has been keeping accountable. Weak point. Yeah. Yep. No, the whole fucking show. We're and done glowing now. Weak point. Yeah, we are done now. Yeah, we're Sp- the the show is over. Share this with someone who has a spaghetti bucket. <laughs> 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 Share this with someone who loves spaghetti so much they did it out of a fucking trough. <laughs> like a goddamn horse. Just fucking slurping spaghetti. <laughs> uh, Delicious. I love spaghetti. Been been making ragu recently. Ragu. Good old, good old Sunday gravy. Uh, a couple days ago, we went to an Italian restaurant local to where we live, and it's like one I've been to before, and it was pretty good that time. We all hated it this last time. The, the, <laughs> the pasta was like super greasy. The bread was kind of hard. It was is disappointing. That is disappointing. Like Olive Garden would have been better. That is disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I can't. There's. There's one place I'll go for spaghetti, and that's because it is, um, it's a local place, or it's a local chain. There's, there's like four of them. They're made by two Italian brothers who came over from Italy, and it's not quite, uh, traditional Italian food, but it is as close as you can get without being in Italy, and it's delicious, but... Anything they can do, I can do also, except for the sheer number of garlic balls they can make. <laughs> like, they got these little these little rolls, and they're, they're, like, crispy, but some of them are, like, soggy with, like, the, they've been in the, the garlic oil, and, oh, man, we'll, we'll go there. We go there twice a year because uh, if it's your birthday, you get to eat for free, so... We go for her birthday. We go for my birthday. Um, so we only have to pay for half. Um, and 
man, we will eat like six bowls of those rolls. <laughs> it's so bad for you, but they are addicting as really hell. But otherwise, like, I don't... Oh, yeah, like, just, uh, you can sweat that shit out all the rest of the night. Uh, but, like, outside of that, I don't I don't go for Italian because it's so easy to make good Italian food. Like... I just don't want it's to. It's so easy. It, but it's so easy. I'm just lazy. Like, it's, it's not even, like, a time thing. It's, it's not even an effort thing. They're all incredibly easy. Carbonara is so simple. It's like three ingredients. <laughs> I mean, man, it's it's delicious. I also don't want to make my own pasta. Oh, don't make your own pasta! Hell no. Use dry shit. <laughs> Everyone uses dry shit. Italians use dry <laughs> shit. So what's there for? I mean, like, uh, for example, you cannot properly make carbonara with fresh pasta. No. You you will never have carbonara with fresh pasta because you need the the pasta water from the dry pasta. Ah. Like you you that is one of the four ingredients is the pasta water. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not going to come together. That's what helps bring the whole dish together. Otherwise, you're just going to have weird egg soup. And that's gross. Um but yeah, you need you need a couple splashes of, of pasta water and the starch in it brings it all together. You literally cannot make carbonara without uh, dry pasta. I do like Domino's like carbonara. I have never considered getting pasta at Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> this is all right. I'm gonna annoy avoid you like the Noid. Hey, uh. Uh, next week we're going to be doing the, uh, the games played again. We're going to talk about, uh, stuff we've been playing recently, uh, and our mobile game we're going to be doing, if you want to play it with us, is Golden Soul. It is free. It is free. It is a fantastic and price. And it has no in-app purchases. Uh, which is wonderful. Yep. Haven't even noticed any ads either, which makes it a good game. Uh... <laughs> We'll see how many uh, achievements Wombat gets before next week. Yeah. See y'all next time. Bye.